0: Section 14 of Birds and Nature Volume 9 Number 4 April 1901 Recorded for LibriVox.org by David Lawrence. The Song Sparrows Appeal. Naturalists tell us that of all creatures below man, the largest animal brain in proportion to the size of the body is found in horses and songbirds whatever sense beyond instinct the little creature of whom we write may have had something at least told it that it could obtain help at human hands a little sparrow the past season entered the kitchen of one of our country homes and perched upon the window-sill in evident distress its feathers were ruffled and its head ever and anon turned curiously about and up as if looking at something out of the house and above the window in and out it continued to hop without intermission regardless of all offers of food until the shutters were closed at twilight and various were the surmises as to the cause of its strange conduct through the course of the following day the same scene was enacted without any clue appearing as to the cause of its distress at length on the third morning the mute petition for aid still continuing one of the family bethinking herself of the bird's curious upturning of the head, caught a new idea from it. Perhaps she might have a nest in the ivy that encircled the window, and something might be amiss with its little household. Going to the second story and looking down, the cause of the trouble was at once manifest. A thick limb of the ivy had become loosened by the wind and fallen directly across the petitioner's nest. It was too heavy for the bird to remove, and offered an insuperable difficulty in the way of her getting in to feed her young now almost lifeless the branch was quickly removed when the mother bird pausing only for a brief inspection of her brood was on the wing in search of food her mate soon joined her and both were busy as quick wings worked by hearty goodwill could make them once only did the mother pause in her work as if desirous to give expression of her gratitude, she reappeared upon that window-seat and poured forth a sweet and touching song as of thankfulness to her benefactors. She returned three successive seasons to be noticed and fed at the same spot where her acquaintance and familiarity with man first commenced. We will add another similar incident, which is also absolutely true the correctness is vouched for by mr george babbitt the late captain on general grisham's staff of which he himself was a witness during the fierce cannonading in one of the battles of the civil war a small bird came and perched upon the shoulder of an artilleryman the man designated we believe as number one whose duty it is to force down the charge after the ammunition is put in the gun the piece was a napoleon which makes a very loud report, and the exact scene of this occurrence was at a place called Nickajack. The bird perched itself upon this man's shoulder and could not be driven from its position by the violent motions of the gunner. When the piece was discharged, the poor little thing would run its beak and head up under the man's hair at the back of the neck, and when the report died away, would resume its place upon its shoulder. Captain Babbitt took the bird in his hand, but when released it immediately resumed its place on the shoulder of the smoke-begrimed gunner. The singular and touching scene was witnessed by a large number of officers and men. It may be a subject of curious inquiry. What instinct led this bird to thus place itself? Possibly, frightened at the violent commotion caused by the battle, and not knowing how to escape or where to go, some instinct led it to throw itself upon the gunner as a protector. But, whatever the cause, the incident was a most beautiful and pleasing one to all who witnessed it. George Bancroft Griffin End of section 14 This recording is in the public domain.